say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just before we start the episode, here's a trailer for another podcast. If you like what you hear, go and check it out. Hello and welcome to Stolen From Me by Lindsay, a true crime weekly podcast and YouTube channel. I've covered such cases as Molly McLaren, Susan Capper, and Gemma Hater. Each week we take a look at each individual case and try to bring as much awareness to it as possible. You can find me on all your favourite podcast platforms and YouTube at Stolen From Me. Bye, Lindsay. Thank you and see you all soon. Goodbye. And I'm Jill. And this is Crime Divers. Hello everybody, welcome back. Hello. Thanks for joining us once again. Yay, we're back for another episode. Yeah. So what's the title of this one then? So this one is called The Master Butcher. Oh God, that sounds butchery. Yeah. Is he going to butcher some people? Well, I'm not giving it away yet. <laughs> okay, well I feel like that's where it's going. Well, it's a bit yucky. Oh no, I'm glad I'm not eating or I'm not hungry or... So yeah, probably not a good idea to listen to this while you're eating. Or you're just about to eat. Yeah. Or maybe when you've just eaten. Mm, I feel belly probably isn't ideal. No, because you could throw it up. Yeah. Well, this sounds disgusting. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, it's not, it's not nice. The details aren't nice. Okay, and the, <laughs> what wonderful country is this in? We are in Germany. Oh, Germany. I don't think we've been to Germany yet, have we? We haven't been to Germany. And I don't think you'll want to go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. But before you start, mm-hmm. what have we got to tell the listeners today? What, that we got into the charts yeah, again? I know, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we got into the Irish charts this time. And we got to number... 87. 87, which is way better than what we were in the UK and Denmark charts. So thank you, Ireland. Yeah, thank you very much, Ireland. Of course, thank you to everybody. But of course. But special thanks this week. Yes. <laughs> goes out to Ireland. So thank you very much. I it's know. much appreciated. And we're just hoping that we can 
get in more often and stay in and be higher and yeah. work our way up there. Yeah, we just need to keep providing content and hopefully people will listen to us. I know, please keep listening. Yeah. Okay, so shall we just uh, dive into this one then? Yep, let's dive in. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Well, <laughs> I'm not sure, but you know, go for it. So, as I, oh, as I always say before any cases, I do apologise if I pronounce anything wrong. Not again. It's Germany. Okay, well, you just need to try and... They have to... different names to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, okay, let's just go. Yeah, so, cool. on the morning of the 10th of December 2002, police made a surprise visit to a farmhouse in Rottenburg, Germany. I'm laughing again. You're laughing because it's Rottenburg. I, I don't even know if it is Rottenburg. It could be Rottenburg. Yeah. Well, it's rotten. But it's rotten. We're, this guy is rotten and where he lives is rotten. So it's so. kind of fitting. Yeah. So it could be Rottenburg. Okay. Well, uh, we'll just call it Rottenburg, right? <laughs> so they'd had a tip-off from an Austrian student. He said that he believed the man who lived there had killed and eaten another man. Oh, God. And that the man was looking on the internet for more victims. So, okay. the man who lived in the farmhouse was Armin Maivis. Uh, he was born in Essen, West Germany, on the 1st of December, 1961. Mm-hmm. He says that he had a normal childhood. He loved animals and playing with his friends in the countryside. Um, although his dad was really strict and he tended to ignore Armin most of the time. So to me, that's not a normal childhood to start off with. Oh, well, no, not really. <laughs> but, you know. Well, yeah. um, it, so one and one day, his dad said he was leaving and he just got in the car and drove off. Oh, well, uh, he just never came back. Yeah, Armin ran after the car screaming for his dad to stop. Right. I, th- I think, I'm, oh, I'm not quite sure how old. I think he was maybe seven or eight or something like that. Because you can imagine running after your dad asking oh, yeah. him to stop. And his dad, he said his dad never even looked, never even oh, looked really? back at him, never looked in the mirror at him, just. That is a shame. We'll, so, we'll, I'll feel sorry for him for that. Yeah. And like he, he said, that was a, a very traumatic experience for, for him, which of course yeah, it was. Of course, yeah. So his two half-brothers also left home soon afterwards and he was left with just his mum. Mm-hmm. But his mum was really domineering and she made sure that she went everywhere with Armin. All right. Like, even as he got older and started dating girls, his mum insisted on going with him really what? Mm. on his dates yeah oh and God. later when he joined the military uh-huh. his mum would invite herself out like on nights out like with the troops like she would invite herself out oh my goodness so embarrassing mum alert <laughs> uh, yeah i mean to, to him he says he had a normal childhood but to me that's that's not normal I, you know i didn't have a dad who ignored me and a mum who insisted that she came everywhere with me so exactly. to me that's not normal no. but you know everybody's different oh yeah i know but no <laughs> I, I personally don't think that's normal <laughs> but to him it was well, so i mean he obviously knew no difference so yeah maybe well he did feel like that was normal but... yeah everybody has different childhoods oh, yeah, that's they? True. don't they so that's what's true. normal for one person yeah. isn't normal yeah. you know in our opinion that's not something that our mum <laughs> that's not our normal no that's not our normal no but he he really wanted a little brother when he was growing up, but he he, he knew his mum was older now, and after three failed marriages, she didn't want another relationship. Right. So he created Frankie. Frankie was Armin's imaginary little brother, and Armin said that Frankie listened to him unlike his mum. And at some point between the ages of eight and 12, Armin developed the desire to have someone who was a part of him Right. Which to him meant they had to eat them. Okay. <laughs> so he fantasised about eating his friends and Frankie. I don't know 
how you can hear it. An imaginary friend. Well, that would be better, though. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be better. <laughs> if he just, like, pretended to do it. Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, still disturbing, but at least it would have been, like, real. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a bit of a difference between fantasising about eating your friends and eating your imaginary friends. So, and as, as he got older, his fantasies intensified. Mm-hmm. But as he, jo- he he later joined the army, but whilst he was there, he ba- barely even thought about his fantasies. Mm-hmm. He met a woman called Petra, and they got engaged, but it didn't work out. After 12 years in the army, he left, and he moved back home with his mum. His mum had had a car accident, and she was still recovering, so Armin became her carer. Mm-hmm. But he said, like, he would have barely left the room when she was shouting for him or banging on her crutches to get his attention. Like, it was like she wanted something, like, every five minutes. Right, okay. He was her carer for three years, you know, before she died. So she died in 1999, and after the funeral, he made a shrine for her. Okay. And even had a mannequin that he would put to bed every night. Oh, God. I mean... You know, I mean, having pictures and stuff of your, you know, deceased loved ones. Yeah, I get it. But putting a mannequin to bed, I mean, that's yes. not really... It, it, it's different. It's very different. <laughs> I mean, that's just... But uh, uh, but it's funny, though, because, like, he did that, but although he did that, he said it was a relief that she died. So... So you I, think that he wouldn't want to carry on pretending to, yeah, just, to make it look like that's what he was doing because he'd want to move on and get on with his life. Yeah, so it kind of, to me, is a bit contradictory, that, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, I, Who knows what was going on in his mind? No, I mean, grief's a, a funny thing. <laughs> grief is a very funny thing. Mm-hmm. So he did, as I said, he said it was a relief when she died, um, but because he could do what he wanted now. Mm-hmm. But that meant that his fantasies that he hadn't really thought about for years, they resurfaced. Right, okay. So he developed an interest in internet porn. Because mm-hmm. remember, this is 1999, so this is like... Oh, yeah, still. You know, the internet's sort of still quite... Yeah, I mean, it's not as advanced as it is now, is yeah, it? But yeah, but then, you know, this is when he... You, you wouldn't have... Well, we didn't, you wouldn't, wouldn't have had access to internet porn before because we didn't no. have the internet. So, like, oh, this is a, probably quite a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, So he obviously discovered internet porn. Mm-hmm. And he, he liked stuff that included torture and pain. So, through looking at that kind of porn, he managed to come across some forum, forums, 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 that's a funny word. Forums. <laughs> I didn't realise that was funny to say. <laughs> um, for people interested in cannibalism. <sighs> so, in the year 2000, uh-huh. Armin posted a, an advert on the internet looking for men to slaughter. <laughs> well, I'm assuming he didn't advertise it as that, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he, he had to have a willing victim. He wasn't just going to go and... What? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, like, why would somebody actually go, oh yeah, I fancy that? Well, there's quite a few. So Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So, he, yeah, and then he posted more adverts saying that he would like to eat someone with delicious flesh. And actually somebody would say yes. And he did so- actually get a few responses. That's just, that's, that's, why? Uh, everybody's different. I know, but what are they going to, why would, why would you want somebody to eat you, like, willingly eat you? That just... No. Do you want to hear about these people? I, I don't know. <laughs> but you're going to tell me. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you about a few that, that responded to him. Oh, God, okay. So the first one was a man called Borg Jose. He came to meet Armin and he agreed to what Armin said he wanted to do to him. So Borg took his clothes off and he laid on a table for preparation. Okay. 
So Armin covered Borg in oil and started to mark him out for butchery. So he was like attaching labels to him, like with pins, such as like loin and steak. <laughs> Seriously. But then Borg said he didn't feel very well, so I think he probably got cold feet. As, and I asked him to let go, so Armin let him go. Because, as I said, Armin had always said it had to be a willing victim, right, so okay. he never kept anybody against their will. Right, okay. You know, right. because that makes it better. Well, yeah, but seriously, that's just... So another man got in contact um, with Armin. His name was Matteo. Mm-hmm. He wanted Armin to burn his testicles. What? I shouldn't be laughing because... You know, everybody's different. As Why I said, you have to inflict. I mean, I have no idea what that pain would feel like, obviously, because I don't have testicles, but. Well, getting in and burnt would but be. Why would you want to inflict that pain on yourself? Well, he wanted. Well, let somebody else inflict it on you. I don't know. <laughs> he wanted Armin to burn his testicles with a blowtorch before nailing him to the floor and whipping him to death. Funnily enough, Armin wasn't up for that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he found Matteo a bit weird. Really? He found him weird? Yeah. Right, okay. So then the, <clears throat> the next uh, man who got in touch, um, he told, this other man told Armin that he would get him a young boy to eat. But then later said he couldn't get the boy after all because he was going to be eaten at a Russian Orthodox feast. And I thought, what? eh? <laughs> like a Russian Orthodox feast, that's surely a religious thing. Like Orthodox, that's a religious thing. Yeah. Like church and all the rest of it. Uh-huh. Since when do religious people eat little boys? Well, yeah, that's news to me. Yeah, that's news mm-hmm. to me as well. So he didn't get the little boy. Thank God. Well, I don't well, know well, because... Well, what a shame if he was being well, sent yeah, elsewhere. If he did. I don't know what happened to the little boy if that did happen. Right. Um, so the next man to get in contact was called Andreas. There's actually a lot of men here. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a few. And he went to meet Armin. He told Armin that his fantasy was to be picked up in a cattle truck by Armin wearing rubber boots and then slaughtered like a pig. Why would that be your fantasy? Well, I don't know. Uh, what is wrong with... Oh, no. Everybody's fantasies are different. I know, but come on, that's horrific. That's to the next level. Been wanting to kill, be killed. Well, um, exactly. So that, but he backed out after they had been wrapped in cling film. He was all ready to be killed, wrapped in. I don't know why I was wrapped in cling film, but wrapped in cling film, ready to be killed, and he backed so out. So clearly, these fantasies that these men are having sounds good at the time, but when uh, it actually comes to doing it, they're like, mm, Nah, which, you're all right you know begs the question why why are you even having the fantasy in the first place i have no idea but that's it it's fantasy isn't it like Mm. actually having a fantasy but then putting into a practice is like two completely different things so obviously it's all well and good in their minds and then it's happening and Mm. then you know they're changing their minds which is good well well, yeah (laughs) because that's not what you want to be happening but uh, where are we? So, um, he met another man called Stefan. Oh, no, sorry. The next man was called Alex. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be beheaded, but Armin didn't want to do that because he said he'd be too fatty to eat. <laughs> I don't know. He's quite picky, this <laughs> Armin, Well, it? I think he knows it's probably going to be, like, it's going to be something that's not going to happen very often because... Mm. You know, he's either going to not find somebody to be able to do it or he's going to get caught after after doing it. So he obviously wants to make sure it's the right person, the right thing. Right, OK. So he then met another man called Stefan and he he hung him by a meat hook in his house because he had, like, a slaughter room mm-hmm. that he made. Right. Um, Armin said that he would have killed him, but it was too cold in there and Stefan left. What? I have no idea. 
The next man, we'll just switch, move on. Okay. The next man he met was Dirk Moller. Armin got as far as chaining Dirk to his bed and he marked his body to be chopped up, but Dirk got cold feet and he left. So there were other men that Armin spoke to. There was one who wanted to be barbecued like a chicken and another one who wanted to be hit with a hammer. Are you, are you sure this happened? <laughs> it just yeah. sounds very... I watched a documentary where I'm actually on it and talking. Really? So he is real. Oh, okay. Because if I'd read this, I'd have been like, mm, I don't know, like, but yeah, he's real. Okay. So there was another one that wanted to be hit with a hammer and then slaughtered. I mean, I'm assuming, because like, like, the title was like the master butcher, I mean, he's not been very good at doing this butchering yet because he's not even managed to... Well, he's about to. Okay. Are you ready? No. <laughs> so then Ironman was, you know, he was back on the internet and he, he actually saw an advert and he replied to it. The ad was posted by Bernd Jergen Brandis. The ad was offering himself to be eaten alive. Okay. So Bernd, he was a 43-year-old engineer from Berlin. Bernd's mum had taken her own life when he was five. His dad had refused to talk about it and it put a, rela- a strain on their relationship. But their relationship completely broke down when Bernard Bernard came out as gay. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> sorry. Although Bernard came across as a successful businessman, he had a, another side. In 1995, he picked up former sex worker Jimmy F. And Jimmy said that Bernard was really into pain and he wanted Jimmy to hurt him, particularly in the chest and genital area. Right. But what he really wanted Jimmy to do... I'm looking at your face and I get the feeling this is not going to be particularly nice. He wanted to bite off his penis. Okay. So Jimmy refused. Uh, but So then he asked Jimmy to lay a knife against it. He must have liked the feel of the cold knife, you know. Right, okay. So he did. Mm-hmm. But then Bernd begged Jimmy to cut it off. Okay. He offered Jimmy like, a decent amount of money, which I think was probably about, about four and a half grand. Plus all his computer equipment, his car, everything in his flat, if he would either bite or cut off his penis. He told Jimmy, just tell me what you want and you will get it. Like, that's how desperate he was. He was willing to give him anything he wanted to get his penis either bitten off or cut off. I mean... But Jimmy didn't do it. I was going to say, but I mean, that's that's, that's quite sad, actually. Like, if you're Um, that... What are you, unhappy, sad, desperate, you feel like you want to cut off a part of you? I'm right. I, I don't know. I don't get what the... There must be some mental issue going on there. I have no idea. Because why else would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. So on the 9th of March 2001, Bernd got the train to go and meet Armin. So Armin picked him up from the station and they went back to his house. And they had already agreed that Armin was going to film everything. So there's proof that it did happen. You know, like you were saying, you sure this guy's real? Yeah, he's real. There's have you proof. seen it? I haven't seen it. <laughs> But I was just saying, <laughs> Judy got to see it, oh. or some of it. Oh, God. Right. So, when they got to the house, Bernd went straight into the living room and got naked so that Armin could, quote, admire his dinner. <laughs> I just, I just sounds... I know. It just, it's just, it's not funny, but, no. well, it's not... But it just sounds so unreal. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it actually it would... It sounds like some kind of weird sex film or something, like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's not something I'll be watching anyway. Definitely not. So then they went upstairs and had sex, but Bernd didn't enjoy the sex. He said to Armin, you can't do it. You're too feeble. You can't inflict the kind of pain on me that I want. Armin said Bernd Bernd wanted the ultimate high 
and that was to be eaten alive, that for him would be the ultimate bliss. I, I don't know. I really but, don't know. I'm looking at your face. I don't know. Because the, well, my question is, though, is like, obviously you have never experienced that. So how would you know that that's going to be the ultimate bliss? It's, you know, it's different if you maybe had sex before and it's like, oh, it's amazing. I know what it's like. Mm. But you've never had this happen to you before. So how can you say that is ultimate bliss? Because no pain, well, to me personally, no pain is enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, like, people like pain. I get that. You know, it is a thing. But well, yeah, to but that I mean, extreme, yeah. that's... And as you said, how do you know? I mean, like, you can experience pain and enjoy it. And do it, but like this kind of pain, well, you're not going to be able to do it again because it's no, oh. you're going to die. Yeah, well, potentially, yeah. Well, they want to be eaten alive. Well, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, if somebody's eating you, you're not going to survive that, are you? Unless you only eat a bit of you and then you get <laughs> medical attention. Oh God, right. I don't know. It's mm. <laughs> it's always something that goes on, and so I think it still goes on now. What do you mean it still goes on now? This like, was only like twenty years ago. Well, I know, but 20 years is a long time. I mean, you think people actually of course it does. do this now. Of course it does. Oh, God. That was only, if you think about it, this was only the start. Back in, like, as I said, like, 1999, 2000, that was kind of still early days for the internet, mm. for, you know, for it being a normal thing for everybody to have it in their house. Yeah, I suppose. So, like, that was it just starting, probably. It's probably a million times worse now. Oh, God. Right. Okay. <laughs> cool. Are you sure? No, but go. You're supposed to say carry on. Carry on. <laughs> so Bernd decided to go home because he didn't think that Armin was going to be able to do what he wanted. Right. But once they got to the train station, he changed his mind. So they went to a chemist and they bought sleeping pills and cough medicine because Bernard thought that if he was sleepy enough, Armin would be able to cut his penis off with a knife. So they went back to the house and about 6.30pm, Bernd said, right, I can't take it anymore, just cut it off. You know, he was, he was desperate for it. He was so... He was just like, right, quick, let's go. Okay. So Armin tried, but the knife wasn't sharp enough. Mm. So he had to go and get another one. Right. So the second time, it happened quickly. It only took a few seconds to cut. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Burns penis off. Okay. So Burns screamed for about 20 to, 20 to 30 seconds and then said, all I can see is blackness. Mm-hmm. Then a few seconds later, he said it didn't hurt anymore. But he was disappointed because he had hoped for more pain. I mean, how, how, what, what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. You, you know, if that's not enough, then I don't know what would be. No, no, me neither. So, uh, <laughs> this is yuck. Oh, God. Oh, right. 
So Bern told Armin to cut the penis in half so they could both eat it. Oh my god. That's disgusting. <laughs> Stop it! That's just awful. Armin took uh, the two pieces down to the kitchen and washed them. He seasoned them with salt, pepper, <laughs> and garlic powder. <laughs> and then fried them. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so. <laughs> In future, should I not get you such gruesome ones? No, no, I like gruesome. Well, I, 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 I like gruesomes, but it's just, it's, that's just ridiculous. So he fried, he fried them, but he said the meat was so fresh that it shriveled up in the pan and it, it just wasn't edible. Like they couldn't eat. So after all that, they couldn't even eat it. Oh my god! So about nine p.m. Remember, this guy is still bleeding. Mm-hmm. So about nine p.m., Bern said he was cold. So Armin ran a hot bath for him and che- checked on, on him every 15 minutes. Hot bath? Oh my God, I bet that would have been so... Well, he liked that. That's He oh, liked the pain, doesn't yeah. he? So Armin lay on his bed reading a Star Trek book while Spern just la- just la- was lying there in the bath, like, just bleeding out. Right. But Armin said when Bern got in the bath, he was happy because blood was spurting from his open wood like, wound like a fountain. After about two and a half hours, Bern sh- shouted for Armin... He went through and he, Bern just wanted to tell him that he was happy. You know, he was happy. This is what he wanted. He was lying in his own blood. Okay. It, it was all good. Right, okay. <clears throat> so he, he just kept fell in the bath of hot water. But I just kept thinking, surely if you're bleeding like that, like, and you're in a hot bath, would that not make you pass out? Mm. Oh, I'll, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that was the best thing to do. No. But... I mean, sometimes I feel a bit lightheaded if I've been in a, if the bath's too hot, just... Yeah. Without a wound, you know, just yeah. lying in a normal bath. But um, but then he, he shouted for Armin again because he wanted to get out. But when he got out, he did. He collapsed when he got out. He was. He, um, he must have lost an awful lot. Oh, he must have. So Armin took him to a bedroom, and for the next few hours, he drifted in and out of consciousness. At about two thirty a.m., Bernard Bernard stumbled into Armin's room, and he collapsed in front of the bed. Then he tried to stand up. He collapsed again and he didn't regain consciousness. Armin said that he hesitated for a long time. He prayed and kissed Bernd and then he picked up the knife. And remember, this is all on video. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he put the knife down again and he kissed him again. He picked up the knife. He laid it to the side. He prayed and he said at that moment he didn't know what to do. And then he prayed to God and asked for forgiveness. And then he took the knife and after hesitating some more, he cut Bernd's, Bernd's throat with it. So, that's, you know, he's dead, he's dead well, now. So. He didn't get to get, well, he didn't even eat him alive, though, did he? Well, no, but he's still going to eat him. Well, maybe, but his, his fan well, has to be eaten alive and that didn't happen. Well, in a way he did, because he ate his penis. Or okay. tried to eat his penis. Well, they didn't succeed, though. Yeah, but that wasn't his fault. Right. It wasn't Can we just, fault. Let's just, yeah, carry on. So he knew exactly what to do next as he had found sites on the internet on how to chop up a human. Honestly, the internet's a bad place sometimes, isn't oh, it? No. I mean, it's great in some ways, but it's very oh. bad. I mean, oh, anyway. So he went to his slaughter room mm-hmm. and he separated Bern's hand. Hind? Sorry. He separated Bern's. I just think his name's hard to say. Bern's. I keep want to say Bernard, but yeah. it's Bern's. Right. So he separated his head from his body. 
He hung him from the ceiling, then he removed the organs and cut him in half. He poured hot water over the two halves and washed the body. He then cut it up and put the parts in the freezer under a false bottom. So if you looked in... I feel a bit sick. Johnny, stop. No. Would you like me to talk about something else? No, you have to keep going now. We're in the midst of this. So he then... Well, that's why I said don't listen to this. If anybody's eating, don't listen to it. Well, you're a bit late now. Well, I said that at the start. (laughs) Didn't I? Did I? Yeah. I think I did. Yeah. Um, so if you looked in the freezer, you would just see normal food, you know, like beef and, you know, your your burgers and... Mm-hmm. But you would never know that underneath there were pieces of human meat, like, because they had the false bottom. Mm-hmm. So Ironman prepared a meal. He decorated the table with nice candles and he used his, <laughs> his best dinner service. He fried a piece of Bern's back. Um, he made some potatoes and Brussels sprouts. He said that the first bite was very strange. He said it was a feeling that he couldn't describe. And he said the flesh tasted like pork, but stronger. And I actually saw something today. I think it was another podcast. I think it was Twisted and Uncorked, I think. And they actually were talking about the fact that one of the girls had seen it on TikTok. I think that human flesh does taste like pork. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, what coincidence? Mm. I just... Did I cake? I'm I don't really want to try. No. Thank you. So, he said it was really good. And if someone was to eat it without knowing, they would just think it was mm. pork. That's how much it tastes like pork. Just a little bit stronger. Right, okay. So, two days after Bernd had gone to Armin's, Bernd's boyfriend, which I didn't know he had. Right. Um, he um, reported a missing. But Bernd had erased the files on his computer and there was just, there was nothing to link him to Armin's. So. Mm-hmm. so, over the next few months, Armin ate over 20 kilos of Bern's flesh and he also started searching the internet for another victim and this is when the Austrian student from the start that I'd mentioned mm-hmm. um, he got in touch with him so the student had seen the advert and he'd asked um, Armin how many boys he had slaughtered and Armin replied let's just say I've got experience in any case you wouldn't be the first and that's when the student reported him to the police right so the police searched the house for about an hour and a half and in the kitchen they found the, fl- the freezer with the false bottom mm-hmm. concealing what Armin, he claimed there were packets of wild pig. Mm-hmm. But there were also human remains found in the garden. There was a skull, bones and internal organs. So that's obviously where the rest of Bern's remains went. He just threw them in his garden. Which, oh, yeah, you'd think he would dispose of them properly. Oh well, yeah, exactly. So the not. police... The police took away Armin's computer, a video camera, along with numerous cassettes, some meat, three knives, an axe, and a butcher's apron. So Armin was arrested, but the case posed a problem for the German legal system, as there's, there's no law against cannibalism in Germany. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And as they could see from the video, Bernd was a, a willing victim. So this is obviously something that you wouldn't see very often, no. like a, a willing, yeah, yeah, yeah. a willing victim. Mm-hmm. So. Due to the consensual nature of the crime, Armin was convicted of manslaughter mm-hmm. and was sentenced to eight and a half years in prison. Right. However, after an appeal by the prosecution and a retrial, he was found guilty of murder and sentenced to life in prison. So only 19 minutes out of four hours of the video was shown to the jury. Mm-hmm. And most of the people who saw it were physically sick. Right. And they had to go to therapy afterwards. I feel like that would be my the case for me too I yeah think, i think just hearing about it makes me feel can you imagine being on the jury and having to see that i mean like what mm-hmm. did i say 19 minutes i mean 19 minutes mm-hmm. quite that's a quite lot. a lot mm-hmm. that's like 
nearly an episode of Friends or something. Like, they're only oh, yeah. for about 25 minutes, something like yeah. that, aren't they? So, yeah, like, to watch somebody, mm-hmm. an actual human being being, well, you know. Wrongfully. We don't really need to go back no. into what I've just said. No. But, yeah. And uh, I just don't understand Bernd. Like, mm-hmm. why would... I mean, like, he thought that it was going to be the ultimate bliss. Mm-hmm. But he basically just bled to death, and that couldn't have been pleasant. I like to bleed just... Well, I wouldn't have thought so, but maybe, I don't know, he was happy, remember? So maybe he liked it. <sighs> Surely not towards the end, when he was going, like, when he was, like, sort of going in and out of consciousness. We will never know. We will never know, but I just can't see how that... I don't think he got what he wanted. I just no, can't see. Maybe, I just don't get it. Maybe to start off with. He was enjoying it, but no, I just don't get it. And and he's ended his life, like. Mm-hmm. But he was clearly that unhappy that he wanted to, obviously. But was he? I mean, because, what you could look at it saying, well, that was like, he wanted to, he, he wanted to die, but, but he wanted to die because he wanted the ultimate high. So it wasn't mm. necessarily that he was suicidal. No, true. It's weird. I mean, we'll never understand it. No, I mean, we won't ever understand it. And... So that is the story of the Master Butcher. And I apologise if... I'm sure there's quite a lot of people listening to this have probably felt sick. See, I feel all right now, but when I was actually researching it, I did feel a bit sick as well. So I apologise, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean... You know, people do like gruesome ones. Mm, yeah, that's pretty gruesome. Um... Yeah, so that was that that was quite gruesome. Yeah, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I promise my next one. Well, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be death, but that you know there won't be as gruesome details. Well, okay. Fair so, enough. thank you for listening, everybody. Yes. And if you would like to follow us on social media, we are Prime underscore Divers underscore Pod. Why do you always sound so unsure? I don't know. I just like sometimes I think, is that it? Is it? You know, when I listen to other podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they say it so confidently. Yeah. But you, every single time, you're like, eh, well, mm, is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a Facebook page. Crime Divers Podcast. <laughs> is that more confident? <laughs> you can email us at crime underscore divers underscore pod at outlook.com. See, that's better. You can subscribe to our YouTube. Crime Divers Podcast. And if you would like to support the show on Patreon, we are patreon.com slash crimedivers and you can get early access to episodes. We release two bonus Patreon-only episodes a month and you can chat to us. You can, I don't know. Interact. Yeah, you can interact. (laughs) Just go and have a look. And prices start from as little as a pound a month. And also, don't forget to subscribe, (laughs) rate, review. Thank you. Bye. Bye.